0: Wang a line drive left field. Ben and Tene coming on sides. And then he makes the catch. He did. It. He got it. There we go. Time to party. Right here. 3-2. Heidi He crushed it! It's a grand slam! Twee in The Red Sox have won the world championship. Welcome to Benny and the Bets Podcast. Can you believe it? Here's your host, Terry Cushman. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another bonus segment for the Benny and the Bets podcast. I am Terry Cushman, and today we're going to talk about a, a topic that I'm really passionate about, and that's firing Dave O'Brien. I cannot stand this guy. At least 60% of Nesson fans are also of the same opinion. Uh, that I am. He should be fired as the lead broadcaster for all Red Sox games. Before I do get to that, though, our last show available right below this one in your feed. Lots of good topics, especially the Jackie Bradley or George Springer topic. We got deep into that, had some strong opinions. Curious to know what you guys' opinions are, so check that out. And as always, If you listen to this show on Apple Podcasts, go on there, give us a rating and a review. I don't even care what it is. If you're one of our haters, let us know. Let us know what you hate about it. All reviews are are good and they improve our metrics on, on Apple Podcasts and it just improves our visibility on the app. We would greatly appreciate it. Nothing you do would help us more. So, thank you. Getting back to my pal, Dave O'Brien. You hear him on broadcasts all the time, just raging about what he hates about the sport, and it's too slow, and blah, blah, blah. I kid you not, on July 24th, opening day, of the this weird 2020 season, In the second inning of the game, O'Brien just went on a tangent about what he doesn't like. And I'm like, geez, you know, we've all been frustrated with this virus. We've all been dying for sports. Baseball was really the first one to come back, other than, of course, NASCAR. But I just, how could you just where was the enthusiasm that we're finally back? And he's talking about how, you know, he loves the three batter minimum because it's too slow and they definitely need a pitch clock and just on and on and on. And and he gets Remy to agree with him and I'll get to that shortly, but it's just, it's just constant complaining. And I I guess, speaking of Remy, O'Brien he he makes me hate Jerry Remy. He really does because Remy just sits there and agrees with him. Now do I really hate Jerry Remy? No, I don't. He's one of my favorite, you know, color commentators of all time. You're never no other broadcast is going to have a guy like Remy who is authentic to their region. You see Remy go on there, he's got the thick Boston accent. You know, and he pronounces names like Boston people do, like Zanda Bogats. And, you know, it's just, it's great. And, and I mean, he's been there the whole time. For anybody under 40, he's been the color commentator the whole time, except for his cancer leaves, which stress me out. I mean, every time, you know, there's been, what, five or six of them by now, you know, we get... A news alert from someone, whether it's Nessun or the Boston Globe or or whoever, a beat writer, saying that Remy has had a relapse, his cancer's back, they're exploring options. Like, that's stressful because, I mean, I, it's almost like my own parent is is getting that news, and it drives up my anxiety. But in the last year or so, a couple years actually, Remy just sits there and agrees with everything O'Brien says, and it just makes Remy just seem really old and past his time. Like, I've just never seen two guys hate baseball as much as these two do. I mean, it's like it's the biggest inconvenience to – to go on there and commentate about a sport they're supposed to love. And if they're hating on it, what does it do to the audience? This season, they have a three-man booth, which I just come to the conclusion I I don't like. I just don't like the flow of it. I'd rather it just be, you know, Remy and O'Brien or or just Eckersley and O'Brien. But it's been the three of them basically all year. And the hilarious thing about it is... Eckersley's like the only guy having fun in there. That's what it seems like. You know, when he's coming up with those echisms, as we have come to call them, you know, Parachutes Johnson, uh, just all this stuff. I mean, it's hard not to be entertained by Dennis Eckersley, but he's the only guy having fun. And. and then, you know, you get to those Ness and viewer questions that they ask. They usually do one per game, and sometimes it's about a player. Sometimes it's about the team in general, the season, whatever. Sometimes they, they'll do a poll on, like, a, a rules change, like the three batter minimum, which I'm always going to hate. But O'Brien will ask. He'll be like – he'll read the poll on the Eric because that's his job, and he'll say – type yes for 1, 2 for no or whatever and he always supports the radical rule change that that damages the natural components of the game, the the time honored traditions of the game. So he's in huge favor of the three batter minimum. Well, 30 minutes later when they read the results, the audience always disagrees with him. Always disagrees with him. The seven game seven inning doubleheaders for instance, he, You know, they they love it. Of course they do. Why wouldn't they? They hate baseball. The audience disagrees. Nobody wants this crap. They are always whining and crying about pace of play. Now, here's the hilarious thing about all that. After all these rules changes, after all this damage they've done to the game, Commissioner Manfred I'm talking about, have they sped up? I mean, it doesn't seem like it. It doesn't seem like it. I mean, just simple simple changes like the runner can't slide into the second baseman anymore to try to break up the double play. That actually slows the game down because now the second baseman tagging the bag to set up the double play, that's reviewable. It was never reviewable before they made that rule. It was called the, it's called the neighborhood play. So... Now, because it's reviewable, they have to do reviews on it. I mean, it's pretty common to see at least one per game. And the replay reviews slow the game down because the umpires have to walk off the field, put their headsets on, talk to the magical umpire in New York who's reviewing it, get the result. That slows the game down. I don't think the three batter minimum rule has... has sped up the game this year. And the the painful thing is we had a guy, you guys might remember him, his name's Don Orsillo. Games were always entertaining. It didn't matter if the Red Sox were way up and you knew they were going to win the game because it was 9 to 1 in the 7th inning or if we were losing 9 to 1, the game was always entertaining with Don Orsillo in the booth since he's been gone. And it's Dave O'Brien, it's just, it's, it's just a wine fest. It's, it's a complete wine fest complaining about everything. And there's literally, if the Red Sox are way up, or way behind, there is literally no reason to keep watching the game. You are not going to be entertained one way or the other by Dave O'Brien. It's just not going to happen. If they shorten, this is radical and extremely hypothetical, but let's just say MLB wanted to make the standard baseball game six innings long. Six innings. Get it done in two hours. Whatever. Whatever. O'Brien would be in favor of that. He he would be all for it. I I just I can rage on and on and on, and I just I hate this guy so much. When he took over, which was after the 2015 season, and that's when Tom Warner said that that um, Dave O'Brien was an upgrade. Over Orsillo, the Red Sox have since gone on, well, for the next three years after that, went on to finish three consecutive seasons first place. They were a first place team for three consecutive seasons. The third of those seasons, they set a franchise record in wins, 108, and then they won the World Series. And it hasn't been great since, you know, no playoffs last year, 2019, no playoffs this year. But the point I'm making here is if the average Nesson viewer was going to clamor for Dave O'Brien and become ardent fans of Dave O'Brien, it would have happened by now. It would have happened during that three-year run, but it didn't happen. Nobody, There's no Dave O'Brien fans raving about how awesome he is as a broadcaster to be broadcasting one of the most prestigious teams in all of sports. How many gigs are as good as the Red Sox? I mean, football games are mostly covered by national broadcasts. So, I mean, you can't really compare the, anything the Patriots do with them, but I just don't know I just don't know what would be a a destination team to you know have a Hall of Fame broadcasting career covering for decades upon decades. I, I mean, If anybody wants to weigh in, you know, on social media, go ahead and do it. But the the Red Sox have to be a top five destination team to to spend your career and 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 be a play by play guy for that team in that market. I mean, the Yankees would also obviously be another one. Uh, I'm not a big hockey guy, but you know. With basketball, I'm sure it would be cool to be a Lakers broadcaster, um, you know, so on and so forth. But O'Brien is just absolutely miserable. And you got a guy like Don Orsillo who's always in the top five. You know, it doesn't matter who's releasing the list. You know, if it's the Nielsen ratings, if it's, if it's Forbes, if it's Bleacher Report, He's always in the top five. And up until literally just this week, the Padres haven't even been a playoff team since 2006. That's the last time they got into the playoffs. And Orsillo has turned that into one of the highest rated markets. A team that doesn't have winning records at the end of the year. That's how brilliant of a broadcaster Don Orsillo is. Now, that ship has sailed. Orsillo's never coming back. The Padres are about to go on this extremely lengthy, decade-long run of very competitive baseball. They're going to have probably the best rivalry in all of sports because the Dodgers aren't going anywhere. They're going to be extremely talented. So they're going to be neck and neck. That is going to be the premier rivalry in all of sports bigger than what the Red Sox and the Yankees will likely be. Because as the Red Sox kind of work their way back into being a competitive team, the Yankees are probably going to take a nosedive because of the luxury tax situation. They're going to be dumb enough to sign Aaron judge to an unsustainable contract. He's going to be on the DL for at least half the year, uh, you know, going forward, or at least within the next couple of years. And so, this, the Red Sox Yankees rivalry, it's not going to be what it used to be, at least for a while. Dodgers Padres is going to be, you know, the rivalry to watch. And so, when the day finally comes, when Nessen finally admits they were wrong <laughs> by essentially firing them, they'll never verbally admit it. They're never going to come out and say, you know, oh yeah, we never should have got rid of Don Orsillo. It was only this past winter John Henry made comments sort of expressing his regret and not giving John Lester a reasonable contract. So that was what, let's see, six years. It took them six years to admit that. They're never going to admit it with, you know, firing Orsillo. And the Red Sox own 75% of Nesson. So yeah, so the Red Sox do have some say here. And apparently Tom Warner oversees much of that part of, you know, the Red Sox, you know, organization, you know, they, he, he has the Nesson part of it that he oversees. And, and I'm going to be really disappointed if they don't get rid of this guy and there's a lot at stake because ratings are down sam kennedy said that in an interview with wei just a few days ago and of course you know we're we're a last place team so there's you know nobody was expecting the team to be competitive naturally you're going to take a bit of a hit unless you're the padres and Orsillo, for some reason, has them in the top five, like I just said. But you know, with a with a average to above average broadcasting team, you're still going to struggle with a last place team. And I don't, I just don't know if people were feeling it when it finally did start. You know, people get busy in the summertime and they go out and do things in a lot of states had much more relaxed restrictions on covid this summer but but going forward you know hopefully next year will be mostly a normal year and I just don't think the Red sox can afford to keep O'Brien in the booth in case it just doesn't get off to a good start when it comes to viewership and ratings I think, I think they're playing with fire, and they need to find somebody who is a lot more captivating, who is a lot more funny, who can entertain and yet call a good game. You know, whether it's just regular banter, you know, in between at-bats, whether it's the ability to invigorate an entire fan base on an epic walk-off home run, they need to find that guy. I would love this is this is a pipe dream. I would love it if that Matt versus that Scursion could you know take this job. I mean that ESPN job is kind of shaky and you know he's been on MLB Network doing the MLB Central show uh, the last several years. I, that would be a top candidate. I love Brad Anderson of the Milwaukee Brewers broadcast. I don't know if he would want to come here. What his contract situation is, but he's a very good broadcaster. That's why he does the TBS games in the playoffs. He calls, you know, all of their games. So, you know, guys like that, I I would love to to come in. And I don't know what to do with Remy at this point. You know, he's he, you really get the impression he hates the travel associated with it. So, you know, I I just, it's a mess right now. That Nesson broadcast is a mess. And they need to fire him. So that's all I've got. I know a lot of you are going to agree with me. There's always going to be a minority in every topic that that doesn't. And that's fine. But Dave O'Brien is not our guy. And he should not be going forward. No time will be better than this offseason to make a change. And I hope the Red Sox are smart enough to do it, not stubborn. They need to admit they were wrong by putting O'Brien in that spot. And it's one of the things I'll be looking for. So take care, everyone.